Okay, so let's begin. Welcome. This is, welcome. This is the first one. This is exciting. The first episode recorded on my shitty iPhone. That's great. <laughs> this is how all great dreams begin. Yeah, so what's what's our show called, Will? We're, it, we're working on it. I it's think, a working title. It's a working title. Yeah. I think it's either Trust the Process, or NBA Matters. NBA Matters. That's a good one. Something. All right. All right. Let's, let's get started with our Game of the Week. Yes. So every, every, every time we do this, I'd like to go through the Game of the Week. We it's pick like, one each. We pick a game we that we... We don't both pick the same. I mean, we might both pick the same game. Yeah. But we're not. But we don't. We... I don't think that's a good idea. I don't think that would work very well. <laughs> um, okay. What's your game? So I picked the Wizards v Celtics um, a couple of days ago as my Game of the Week. Um, probably because... I saw the most unclutch kind of plays Ooh. during this game that I've ever seen. I, you know what? I, was watch, I wasn't watching the game, but I was looking at the updates, and I saw that it went to double overtime. I'm like, oh, man, like, Bill must have hit some clutch threes. You know, mm. of course, like, Irving was out. Horford was out. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Terry Rozier must have just... <laughs> Rozier must have just gotten ballistic. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. what I expected. Yeah. And, look, you're right. Like, Irving was out with a knee injury. Horford was out with illness. Jalen Brown with concussion, Marcus Smart with the sprained right thumb, the ball boy was also injured, like everyone was gone, and yet still the game went to double OT. This is what I don't understand, like Wizards are not a terrible team. No. Yeah, they're missing Wall, no. I get that, but like, Boston were missing pretty much four of their starters. Yeah. If you include Hayward, who no one includes. No one includes him. He's, he's gone, he's dead this year, so <laughs> no one includes dead. him. But still, like, how did they get to double overtime? I don't know, Marcus Morris. It, 31 he played, points. He played an incredible game, and he just shot really efficiently as well. But that leads me on to this point. So we find ourselves, the Wizards, fa- well, the Wizards found themselves <laughs> down 20 points at one point. Um, and then they came back, and they were down three with around five seconds to go. Bradley Bill, the, the go-to man with John Wall out, yeah. misses a three. But somehow it comes off a Celtics knee, <laughs> and they get another chance. Marcus Morris, he's got one job to do, which is just defend the three-point line. You're up three... They have to hit a three to tie this game. You've been playing a good game. You've it's been playing a good game. You've got, 30, you've got 30 points in the end. Like, you're having a good time. Yeah. Just defend the three-point line. And what he does is the ball gets inbound and goes straight to Otto Porter. And, of course, Otto Porter... He's a good three-point shooter. He's a good three-point shooter, but he's driving in. So all he's going to do is lay the ball in. You're up, still up one, and there's three seconds left. The game will run out. Marcus Morris decides to defend Otto Porter. Leaves his three-point shooter and your favourite man of all time, your favourite Laker, Jody Meeks. Jody Meeks. You don't leave Jody Meeks on a corner three. You don't leave what Jody did Meeks. What do? Is he still in the league? He's, he's still going. You know, he had a really good game at the beginning of the season, actually, with the Wizards. I yeah. think also when John Wall was injured, or Bradley, one of them weren't playing, mm-hmm. and he had a great game. But he's just not an important person. He doesn't do much. No. He can shoot threes, and that's about it. Um, and they kick the ball out, and he scores a three and ties the game. One job, Marcus. Yeah. One job. Um, then in the first period of overtime, um, Marcin Gortat decides to... Our favourite man. Um, uh, we did meet him, actually. We, we, did, we did meet him. Did he meet was him. not very friendly, no. but very Polish. Very Polish. Didn't really want to take a picture with us, but he did in the end, and that's important. <laughs> yeah, he was so disgruntled he about it. Yeah. Um, and so what we've got the situation, the, the Wizards are now up by two. Mm. Um, Jason Tatum now is driving in. And Jason Tatum, he's been in his man. Marcus Morris comes over to defend him. But really, sorry, Marcin Gortat comes over to defend him. Yeah. But he's not going to stop him. He's going to score. You're up by two, eight seconds left. You should really just let him score and just get the ball back. Yeah. And Marcin decides instead to try and block him. And as a result, Tatum scores. And he gets a and he gets a chance. To but score, doesn't he to win miss the, game. the free throw? Yes. 
And this is where I go on. <laughs> oh, so then geez. Jason then misses the three throw and decides to send this game to double <laughs> OT. And then in double OT, Tatum again gets the chance to be the hometown hero. He missed the free throw and you're like, you're hope. Next time he gets a chance like that, he's, he's going to smash, smash it. Smash it. Yeah. 125, 124, eight seconds to go. Tatum's in, it, the ball's in his hands. He beats Sidoransky, goes for the three, and bricks it. And the Wizards win by uh, And so in that moment, I geez. say, Jason Tatum, you were very unclutch. The Wizards win in a game that they probably should have won, considering all those Celtics injuries. Yeah, they should have. But if they were down 20 points, they did pretty well to make it back to double overtime. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm impressed that Celtics were up by 20 points with uh-huh. the team that they had. Like... Uh-huh. When Aaron Bays is, is one of your only starters that's playing, you're not doing well. <laughs> he is the only starter playing. We love him because he's, he's one of us. He's Australian. Yes, but, yes, yes, but, oh, goddamn. Yeah, okay, yeah. well, my game of the week was actually, I think, a, a better game. Because it was, it was Rockets versus the Raptors. Yeah. Um, number one versus number one. Rockets were coming off. This was their third game in four nights, so they were exhausted. They were on their winning streak. I think they were at 17 at this yeah, point. yeah. Everyone predicted Raptors were going to win, and surprise, surprise, Raptors did win. But it was it was a good it was a good game. Uh, the second half, the first half was trash by the Rockets. <laughs> they shot, oh, what was it? They they made they missed eight of their first ten field goal attempts. Shot six for twenty one in the first half, missing all five three point attempts. That is not the Houston that we know and no. love. No, it's this not. Is, this is Brick City, not, yeah. you know, three-point land where this, dreams are made of. No, 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 that makes sense. Who was, it was the regular starting team. It well. was, and you know what the worst part was is that Harden actually shot really well. He was 15 for 22 in the game. Wow. So 40 points as he normally does, you know. Standard. Their MVP. issue... He, he is the MVP, undeniably. Yeah. Their issue was actually, I reckon, assists. They had 15 mm. team assists in the game, where if you have Chris Paul and James Harden both playing, that's an awful awful amount of assists yeah so like, you're saying no one else gave the, passed the ball effectively no like Trevor Reza just forgot how to pass Eric Gordon just knew how to brick like brick, yeah. Clint Capella played okay but like at the end of the day they were just not playing well uh, Chris Paul missed the go ahead three pointer with 14 seconds to go and this is Chris mm. Paul who's I'd say clutch. He's pretty Not clutch. in the second round of the playoffs. but no, normally, not in the playoffs. But... Normally, he's pretty clutch. When you look at the two teams though it's actually surprising that Raptors only won by three, given the fact how tired Houston was. Because Houston, um, they're... Oh, I've, got it, I've got it here. I've got all the stats here. So they're, the, the Raptors are fourth in defense, offense, fourth in defense. Rockets are eighth in defense, which is not surprising, mm. but they're, yeah. they're second in offense. So yeah. like, they're pretty comparable teams. Yeah. I think the difference really was... Carl Lowry. He went nuts. <laughs> 10 for 14, 30 wow. points. Wow. And this is, this is not DeMar DeRozan. This is Carl Lowry, <laughs> right? He's not, just been, went, he's not been scoring the same levels as he has the last two years. You know what? Neither has um, um, DeMar DeRozan, actually. Mm. They've both been not scoring as well, but the Rockets, uh, the Raptors are still playing mm. incredibly. Like, they're still the best team in the East. This is where I go, and, and this is where I have a question, because I, I know a lot of the time we've been talking about how poor Houston was. Yeah. But we've got to start giving credit to these Raptors. No one is talking about them. It's a bit like my Blazers. No one talks about them, but they are a good team. This is the point I was going to make. Blazers, great team. Third in, third in the West. If there was no Houston and Golden State, Raptors and Blazers would be the best teams in the league, and them in the final, that's an even level mm. playing field. Mm. But you forget the fact that there's Houston and Golden State. So Raptors yeah. are amazing, yeah. Trailblazers are amazing, but they're not on the same level as Houston and Golden State. I think it's just as simple as that. Like, no one expects anyone, like, 
the grand final this year, like the NBA championship round, is between Houston and Golden State, yep. which is going to be the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. So like, it's whoever amazing. comes out of the West. Yeah. Yes. So it's great for the Raptors because they'll be playing a team that's going to smash them and they'll win the Eastern Conference probably. probably. And like it'll probably be them versus Celtics. It'll be a great series. Yep. But really, Raptors are a good team, but they're not. Yeah. Championship level. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. That was my game of the week. It was a bit of a, a sloppy game, but. Good teams, teams, though. Good teams. Good teams. And they good don't team. play each other very often. It's, and, it's a nice know, one. A couple of good performances as well. Mm-hmm. Now, let's go on to our topic. So what we're going to do each week is me and you are going to have a topic each. Yep. And then we're going to go to our sneaky segment, which is our, yes. last, yes. our last segment. So what's your... Do you want me to go first this week? Or uh, yeah. No, no, no. You can, you can continue. I'm, All right. Well, I'm going to speak about... Oh, we probably should have said this at the beginning of our first episode. Who do yes. you go for? Trailblazers. Okay. Very so, important. Damian Portland Trailblazers. Damian Lillard. He got me into the Trailblazers. I think um, it was a it was a conference first round Western Conference against Houston? playoff against Houston. Oh, where he hit that buzzer beater. One second to go, and he hits the three. Probably one of the best shots. Most one of the best shots. One He's just clutch though. He's Every time clutch. I see him play against my Lakers, I go for the Los Angeles Lakers, one of the worst teams in the world, but also one of the greatest. <laughs> Um, when he hit against this season he, yeah. he hit clutch shot against over, over Ingram Ingram yeah, yeah. and that was uh, very sad um, I go for Lakers and I went to Lakers before Ooh. they had Lonzo and Ingram I, I started following them in a really stupid time at the end of the Kobe Bryant era oh good which was just I mean we came off a couple of championships but yeah it was pretty average you were going to continue to ride that wave and then yeah. the wave kind of then, crashed yeah and, we got and... D'Angelo Russell and then Deng for what 80 millions Timothy Moskov for same amount yeah. uh, yes yeah, so that worked out well that thank you well. Uh, owners of the Lakers yes. now I want to speak this week about the future of the Lakers yep because of course the big season story yep. is that Lakers are going to sign LeBron that's the story. Well, that's, okay. that's that. They'll try. But the question is cap space, and yep. you're going to speak about it later as well. But one of the biggest problems with our cap, cap space issue is that we were happy to get rid of Julius Randle. Yep. I don't know if we should get rid of Julius Randle. So, hypothetically, we get rid of Julius Randle. This is our cap space projection. With Julius Randle, yep. we have $48 million in cap. Yep. Without Randle... And using stretch provision on Deng, which they definitely which will. They probably will. We yep. have seventy million. That's twenty-two million more. Yep. That's enough for two max free agents. Yep. With Randall, we can have one and then a mid-range. Mid-range. Really, yep. if that. Yeah. So, do we keep Randall? That's a good question. I mean, my my view on this before you're probably going to continue with this, some of these stats. I'd say. Two, three months ago, I mm. say he's gone. Yeah. And I think he probably assumed the same, that oh. maybe the, uh, there was rumours about Dallas wanting to sign him. There, were, there was. There, for Nolan Noel. He was, there was going to be a trade. trade something of the sucked. sort. That would have sucked for you guys. <laughs> that would have sucked so much. Um, not that I don't like Noel. Um, yeah. But, yeah. So, at, the, at that point in time, I would have said he's gone. Yeah. But the last three months, he has been balling. You know the difference? He's in the starting lineup. There we go. It's as simple as that. So a bit of his, a bit of his stats, if I can read my tiny little thing here. Um, so when he was in, when he was starting on the bench, right? Off the bench, he played 22 minutes a game. He was shooting, you know, 50, 0.55, not bad, like 55%. His three points are always terrible. That's why he doesn't take them. But he was averaging 12.5 points. 6.3 rebounds and 1.8 assists. Mm. That was for 30 games of the season, uh, 33 rather. Let's catapult him to when he becomes a starter. Mm. When he's a starter, he's shooting five, 50, 58% mm-hmm. essentially. So it's already an increase. 
He's getting 9.2 rebounds. He's been getting double-doubles pretty much every single game. Mm. He's been getting 3.3 assists, so, you know, pretty much doubling his assists, and 18.7 points. Yep. He's one of the best scorers in the Lakers now. And, oh, you know, when the ball goes in his hand, he's backing down in the paint. He's going to score because he's a, he's a monster. He's a monster. He's absolutely smashing it. Against Cleveland last week, you know, 36 points, double-double mm. uh, again, a couple of assists as well, a couple of blocks. Like, he's playing out of control. He's... Mm. When Ingram's not in the team, he's the best player. When Ingram's there, it's hard to say because they're playing well. And because he's playing so well, it's, it's a question of, okay, do you try and sign someone like a LeBron or a Paul George yep. and keep Randall? And then you've got, you know, George, Randall, Ingram, um, Ball, Ball, and... Whichever centre they whichever want to throw center in. Whichever centre we, we throw get, in. you know, yep. we'll take whoever. Maybe Zubak will be yep. finally in, in the lineup. Yep. You know, this is the question we have. At the end of the year, we lose Cadwell Pope, we lose Lopez, we lose Thomas, we lose Fry. And Randall's a free agent. Mm. With all of those people gone, we're not going to re-sign Cadwell Pope. It's a one-year no, deal. Very done. nice, but he's, he's done. done. Lopez is done. Channing Fry isn't even playing. I Isaiah mean, Thomas, no chance. Lopez, if he wants to come back on a, on a smaller deal. Yeah, if he went on a veteran's contract, sure, we'll take him. 2.3 million. Why not? But Randall is the only one that I would say, keep him. Because you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know if you're going to mm. land um, LeBron. You don't know if you're going to land Paul George. Mm. You keep Randall, you get Paul George, that's a decent team. Hey, mm. it's, not, it's not number one or number two, but still, there's Houston and there's Golden State. But it's like, I reckon it's a sixth seed or a mm. fifth seed even. You know, mm. like... They could compete, I reckon, a bit more. At the moment, we're at the level where we could, if we were playing this way, we could be eighth seed. Yep. If we were playing this way all season. You keep Randall, he develops even more next year. You know, you've got Kuzma developing, Josh Hart, you've got um, Lonzo as well. This could be a five seed team. At probably at its peak. Yeah. At, its, at its peak. At its peak. But still, you know, that's better than where being it's been. bottom of the league <laughs> twice. I reckon yeah. you keep Randall. I think he's a good keep. Yeah, you, you might lose a chance of getting LeBron and Paul George, but you don't know how they're going to work. Look at OKC mm. at the moment. Yeah. Paul George is playing fine basketball, but the team sucks. Yeah. But that's more of a Russell thing. Yeah, that's more of a Russell thing. That's but Russell. still, you know, like this is this is a guaranteed good. And Randall will resign. Yeah. You know, he's what, he's gonna go to Dallas and to this lose. Is, and this is this is the question I have because I think Lakers are in a very good position here because mm. being a restricted free agent, Lakers hold all the powers. Yeah, one hundred percent. I think he probably will. Well, it, it's a good question. It depends on whether he gets a max offer. Who's gonna give Julius Randle a max offer? And the way he's been playing, maybe the Phoenix Suns. Maybe the Phoenix Suns wouldn't. No, they probably won't do that. They don't have the cap space. Exactly right. So he probably won't get a max offer, but he'll get some decent money from a team. Like a Dallas will probably offer sixteen to eighteen mil a year. That's true. He probably could get more money elsewhere. I think that's his question. Do I stay with the Lakers, less money, or do I move elsewhere, get more money? Well, the thing is, being a restricted free agent. It depends on whether he gets that offer. It depends on whether Lakers decide on day one, this is our guy, yeah. we'll give him 12 mil and try and get him to re-sign straight away. And if you look at Lakers in the past, they don't do that no. way. They never no. do that way and then we suck in free agency and then get Timothy Musk. So most likely what happens is he'll they'll wait it out, they'll try and sign a LeBron, they'll try and sign a Paul George, Yeah. they'll try and see how much they can use that money and then when it comes to it, they'll whatever's left, they'll offer to Randall. Yeah. And whether that means that someone gives them a bigger offer and they can't match it, that might be the case. But I think I probably agree with you. I would have him. Yeah. And I'd have him in another four-year four, four year deal. I think he's definitely a good add to that team. But he's not worth a lot of money. In fact, he's not worth your max salary. I mean, 10 no, not, to 15? 10 to 15. Mil? Yeah, could That's do. That's what he's looking could at. Could do. 
And, you know, you take 10 mil out of that, you've still got a bit of money left oh, over. you've got enough for the good guys. Yeah. All of them. All right, speaking of trades and free agency, let's speak about your topic for this week. So my topic for this week, what I, I don't think there's been enough chatter about it, but I think what we need to do is actually assess some of these trade, trade deadline deals. It's been a month now. It's been four weeks since the trade deadline. How are the teams progressing? And I can tell you that uh, Detroit Pistons <laughs> did, did not do very well. No, exactly. So I kind of picked out the three biggest trades I thought were kind mm. of relevant. I, look, as much as I love Alfred Payton, and I'm sure many of you love <laughs> Alfred Payton. Everyone knew about that trade, right? Everyone knew about that second round pick they gave up to uh, get him. But... Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, we're not going to talk about that one. Instead, we're probably going to focus on Cleveland Cavaliers because obviously changing That's your whole probably team one of the biggest ones. Yeah. Is, is big. Uh, looking at the Nikola Miritich trade yeah. to the Pelicans okay. and then also Blake Griffin yeah. uh, to Detroit. <laughs> yeah, and Tobias um, Harris and Avery Bradley. Don't forget about them playing much better than Blake Griffin. Don't forget about them, exactly. All right, what are we starting with? So we're going to start with the Lakers. So I think, I think with Cavaliers trade, you've got to kind of assess it on the two separate ones because mm-hmm. I think it's kind of unfair to bundle them all together. Yeah. Um, Can I just say quickly, I yeah. was devastated when we lost Larry Nance. I have such a soft spot for Larry Nance. He is a tremendous defender. Mm. He can play very well when you put him on the field, mm. and he just he just makes me happy. Yeah. You watch him dunk, and it's just oh. like it's music to my ears. He was great in that in that dunk contest. He was just great to <laughs> he watch. He was good actually. Um, putting on his dad's uniform and everything. Yeah, I mean now he's playing with his dad's number. So, mm. so tell me what are what are we looking at here? Okay, so obviously the, just to just to recap, I'm sure you guys are all across it, but anyway. Um, the trade for the Cavaliers was they received Jordan Clarkson and Larry Nance Jr. Mm-hmm. And the Lakers instead got Isaiah Thomas, mm-hmm. Channing Frye, and the Cleveland Cavaliers 2018 first round pick protected, but really, it's going to the Lakers. Yeah, which is a good deal. Good deal. So let's assess it on its merits. What did the Cavaliers get? Well, the Cavaliers got Jordan Clarkson, Larry Nance, and as you said... Jordan Clarkson, who potentially could be one of the six men in, in that conversation with Eric Gordon, I would say. He could be. Now, a month in, I don't think he is. No, not at all. He's playing terribly. Yeah, so we look at, we look at some of his stats. I think points per game is a bit down. Mm. Minutes-wise, around the same. His three-point percentage has improved significantly, which is good. That's he's good. He's normally a 32% three-point shooter, which is below league average. Now he's sitting around 41%. But That's when great. you play with LeBron... But if you're not storing more points anyway, if it's comparative points, then what's, what are you doing? No, no. Like, they're still not winning games. I agree. <laughs> I agree, and and this is this is part of the problem. Yeah, L- Larry Nance, I think was a great get in this trade. It was amazing. Him in the starting lineup, didn't he have like twenty six and twelve last week? Double doubles. That's what he's getting, he's and he's injured now. Him. But I mean, if you look at his points per game and his rebounds, his points per game are up by threes. He's averaging eleven point six points per game, seven point nine rebounds per game, compared to eight point six and six point eight. All his stats are up. His minutes are up. He's I doing, think he's enjoying himself. It's a good trade. I think Larry Nance is someone that will stay with Cleveland for a couple of years because I think he's a good player. Mm. I always thought he was a good player. Mm. And I think Cleveland will have him because they're going to lose LeBron. And, potentially. You know, potentially. And he's just a solid guy. Mm. Whether he comes off the bench or whether he starts, he, I think they won in that aspect. Clarkson was hit and miss. Hit and miss. Larry Nance Jr., that's a win. That's a win. And he's also still under his uh, rookie deal, which yeah. which makes things easier. And I, I think he's still under that for one more year. So very good contract for them to hold. Mm. John Clarkson on 12 and a half mil. Eh, but it's not, not a, a killer. It's, it's not, not a killer, killer contract. In the world. Let's have a look what Lakers got. Isaiah Thomas. And this is the one that everyone's talking about, yeah, Isaiah Thomas. I mean, I think it's unfair. 
I think it's unfair for Isaiah due mainly to that injury. I think this injury has kind of robbed him of this entire season. Yeah, the season's a write-off for it's him. It's a write-off. But it means that in the free agency, he's getting no money. If he was a free agent last year, he would be making probably max contract. Mm. Mm. You know, it would Definitely. be huge. But after this season... I mean, even he's playing better at the Lakers than he did in Cleveland, without a doubt. 100%. I mean, it's just so unfortunate, because I think at the Lakers, he is definitely playing better, but you still compare his stats to where he was with the Celtics last year, mm. and you just... It's incomparable. Like, Celtics shooting 46% field goals, 38% from three, averaging 28.9 points per game, 5.9 assists. Compare it to the Lakers, minutes are down, sure, but your field goal percentage is down around 8%. You're shooting around 80, 38%. 34% from three, averaging 16 points per game and five assists. That's been around consistent. But even everyone's saying that he's been getting more of a chance with the Lakers, and he has. He has been. He's been starting. He's been sixth man. Like, he's, he's their guy off the bench, at least. That's the thing. He's a bench player. Mm. In Boston, he was the go-to scorer. The guy. That he was the guy. In, in Los Angeles, they don't have a go-to scorer. Everyone scores. Yeah. Everyone gets double digits, essentially. Yep. Yeah. This doesn't work for him. He needs the ball in his hands. Mm. He needs, like, you know, you know, just the other day when he was playing against, um, you know, took the last shot against Miami Heat. He played that ISO game and screwed up a fadeaway yeah. shot. That was an open look. He's the type of guy that needs a ball. He's like a Russ. Yeah. He needs a ball in his hand all the time and just shoots. Yep. On defense. Non-existent. 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 So, yeah, I think in terms of where he was playing Cleveland, for Lakers, yeah. Decent. Yeah. Same way Channing Fry is not playing as he wasn't playing there. I think in terms of the deal, I think Cleveland won. Cleveland won. Wow. I, I do only because of Larry Nance. Isaiah Thomas is great, but Larry Nance is a future. Mm. I'm. I was actually going to swing the other way, and as much as I probably not the biggest fan of the Lakers, I thought Lakers won, and I think the main reason the Lakers won was that first round pick. I mean, That's it true. is it that is, is going to be lower down, but to be honest, the Cleveland are going to come fourth. Third, maybe in the East. That's probably going to be a twenty-third, twenty-fourth pick, maybe. What was Carl Kuzma's pick? What was Josh Hart's, Hart's pick? 30th. These are both phenomenal players. Lakers have drafted very, very well, well last year. Very well. Very well. I'm happy with a you know twenty-eighth pick, twenty-third pick. Uh, I mean, with that first-round pick, you get Clarkson's money off your books, mm. which I think is key. Oh, I mean, that was and a half mil. They is, were always is, trying to rid Clarkson. They were going to get rid of that. Thomas is coming. Is, is gone. Yeah. Fry is gone. They both got expiring contracts. They're both gone, and you get a first-round pick. Mm. I think Lakers did very well. Yeah. I, I, give I think it's a pretty even trade. I think with the fir- first round pick, depending where it ends up and who they draft with it, could be very much a, a clear Lakers win. Um, but I think for the rest of the season, it's a win for the Lakers, not for, for them. The second part of this, um, where the Cavs continue to reload their team, Cavs received Rodney Hood and George Hill. Utah got Derek Rose. Mm-hmm. See you later. And Jay Crowder. And Sacramento got Joe Johnson, Iman Shumpert, and a 2020 second round pick via Miami. Yeah, so I think Cleveland didn't win this one. I think Utah Jazz did. I would agree with you on that. And yeah. I think there's a couple of points to make there. I think Rodney Hood is a restricted free agent, and I think he expects to probably get paid. But at the same time, his production thus far with Cleveland has been oh, he's injury, below average. Injury riddled, like, yeah. yeah, he's in the starting lineup, but. Three point percentage is down, his points per game are way down. Yeah. Um, it's not but like George Hill is doing much better, though. George you know? Hill, that contract sucks. Yeah. I'll be completely honest. A three-year, 57 mil contract 
He's in his first year of it. Only the third year is, I mean, only one mil guaranteed. So you're on the hook for another 19, 20 mil next year. Still, it makes a difference when you're trying to re-sign LeBron and say, hey, look at this team. You've got George Hill as either your sixth man or your starting point guard. That's not... He has not played well this season. Uh, he, his stats are average. Yeah. I mean, he does def- definitely contribute on the defensive side of things, but he doesn't do anything offensively no. for you. Um, 35% from three, 10 points per game, three assists, like, meh. Um, and Cleveland are not winning at the end of the day. And I, if and the I, trade was good, they'd be winning. And I think that's the, the key point of this, because if you look at their offensive rating and defensive rating compared the last 15 games compared to the pre-All-Star um, All period, yeah. there's very little difference. So yeah. the offensive rating has improved a little bit. The defensive rating has definitely improved because before they were a shambles when you got Derek Rose starting at point guard or even off the bench, it's a shambles. Doesn't he play for um, Minnesota now? He does. Him there and Tom Thibodeau love each other. Yeah, they do. Good um, but honestly, the defensive rating, 108. Offensive rating, 112. Plus four. That's, again, not going to win you championships. No, not all. They're not even making Eastern Conference Finals at the moment. Hate to say it. They're the unless fourth or fifth seed at the moment. LeBron's going to go crazy. Everyone knows that. But his supporting cast, unless you get Kevin Love back sooner rather than later, which will happen, but mm. still, it's just not like it's just not going to work. On this trade basis, I actually think I agree with you. I think Utah won. Yeah. For me, um, Jay Crowder. Is great. Jay Crowder. He's on a great contract. Yeah. He He's, plays well. Plays well as a sixth man. I think he suits Utah perfectly. Spaces the floor. And you, Utah are winning. They're Utah playing winning. really well. Winning. Winning. Good Mitchell, point. you know, Gobert, even Rubio, for, for goodness sake. Mm. They're, they're playing really mm. well. No, and Crowder fits in with it. I think Crowder is a great get there. Sacramento, I mean, oh, Joe Johnson. Yeah, he left look, straight away. Doesn't he play for Houston now? Plays for Houston. There you go. Yeah, bench just keeps getting better. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, Iman Shumpert's injured, doesn't play. And that second round pick, I mean... You got a second round pick for signing George Hill to a bad contract. Maybe that's okay for you guys, but like they save money. They save money. That's it, the only thing. What do they really do with this? Not, Not that much. much. Um, I think Utah is the clear winner. I think Utah won this trade. I think Cavaliers maybe have gotten better, but ah, yeah, it's a meh. All right, what's the next trade? Lay it on me. All right. Oh. Bulls get Miritich. Oh, Bulls get rid of Miritich. Yeah, they do. Let me change that. As soon as Bobby Portis and Miritich had that fight, you knew over. one of them was going somewhere. It was, it was probably going to be Miritich. I agree. Now, I don't know much about this trade, so tell me about it. So, Pelicans received Nikola Miritich and a second round pick, which I was shocked that they were able to get, but well done to them. Yeah, they um, traded well. They traded well. Uh, the Bulls received Omar Sheik, our the guy who never plays, Tony Allen, who I didn't even know continued to play. He does. He's a good defender. Still can't shoot. Never learned how to do that. Do that. Great defender. In basketball, can't shoot. Jameer Nelson, who now plays for Detroit. Um, Yeah, I like Jameer Nelson, though. 2018 first-round pick protected. um, See, that's the real win. Which is the real win. That's the real win. And the rights to swap second-round picks in 2022, which is, again, a strange one that they threw in there just for why not. Yeah. Let's have some some fun. A bit of spice. Yeah. Um, So how's Miritich actually playing? So it's funny. Uh, The Bulls, I think what the Pelicans thought they were getting and what they've actually gotten are two different things. Yeah. I think Nikola had a great start to the year. Um, I think he fit into this Bulls team really well. Space they started before. winning when he came back. It was they crazy. were winning. They didn't want to win, and they were starting to win. <laughs> That's I mean, how they traded him. <laughs> 17 points per game off 25 minutes, 43% from three, and five rebounds a game. He was playing well. Playing well. With the Pelicans thus far, he's playing more minutes, which expected. His points per game is down, though. He's only averaging 13.7 points per game, shooting only 31% from three, but his rebounds are up a fair bit. Yeah, but um, Pelicans are not a three-pointing 
shooting team. No. They're uh, driving the pace, Drew Holiday to Anthony Davis, Drew Holiday to, you know, Boogie Cousins when he's not injured, yeah. Rondo just passing wherever he can. They're not a three-pointing team. So yeah. the fact that, you know, he's not shooting well is not surprising at all. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's not their style. I mean... An ill-suited team. I mean, the whole idea was that he'd space the floor and shoot those threes, and he's not. He's not. Um, he's not hitting them. He's not hitting them. They were winning. They were winning, but that was Anthony Davis going crazy. Oh, and Drew Holiday, Andrew Holiday. going my man. crazy. He and is my man. I Rondo. love Drew Holiday. <laughs> Rondo also went nuts. Rondo's getting a few triple-doubles here and there, yeah. and, and they were winning. And he still can't shoot, which is surprising. He's like the upgraded version of Tony Allen. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I... From this trade, in, in my point of view, at, at this point, I think the Bulls won. And I'm going to yeah. tell you why I think the Bulls won. I think the it's first, round, that pick first round, pick round pick is key. 100%. Even if the Pelicans make the playoffs, that first round pick was important. Omar Sheik, you're on the hook for another 24 mil over the next two years. Yeah, that's not great, but you're not doing anything anyway. No. It's, you need maybe to... Lakers will take him as a... Oh, no. Maybe. That's your centre of your future. <laughs> we'll take him. Um, you know, I mean... There's nothing in it, really. At the end of the day, Miritich is getting older. He's not going to suddenly no. get that much better next season. Pelicans are a good team without him. They'll be a better team if they re-sign Boogie, which they probably will because of the ACL tear. Um, I think it. I think Bulls won. Without I think, a doubt. I think Bulls won because Miritich doesn't change their picture. No. Um, They're still going to lose without him. They're going to get double picks now. And my big thing about the Pelicans... You've got to build around Anthony Davis. Oh, 100%. And they haven't done that properly. I mean, as much as I like the Cousins trade, and I think Cousins hopefully will come back and it'll be good, <sighs> Mirachitz doesn't change this. And you no. need first-round picks to be good around Davis. To get any better. To get do. any better. And if you look at their history of first-round picks, they have just wasted them since they yeah. received Davis. Buddy Hill. Traded him away. Yeah, Nerland's Noel traded him yeah. away. Austin Rivers traded him away. See, Austin Rivers actually isn't playing that badly. He's Didn't play that basketball. badly. Didn't pick in 2014, didn't have a pick in 2015, didn't pick in 2017, and won't be picking in 2018. That's not how you build a championship team. No, not at all. Um, and as much as I like Miritich... It's I, not worth it's it. It's not worth it. No. All right. The biggest one, I would say... The biggest one. is got to be Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin. And you know what? <laughs> I love Blake Griffin. He riles up everyone. He's great. But they lost this, they trade. Lost this trade. Without a doubt. You look at the fact that Clippers are winning... Holy cow, they're winning without Avery Bradley, who's injured. Who's injured? Tobias Harris is playing great. He's a great player. He's without been a doubt. He's been better getting away from pist- of the Pistons. Seriously, and the Pistons are doing nothing. With two essential all-stars in Blake Griffin and um, Andre Drummond, they're doing nothing. Nothing. Yeah, yeah, okay, Reggie Jackson's injured. Yeah. Cool. Ish Smith isn't that bad. Reggie Jackson won't make that much of a difference. No. You're still... They're still not making it. They're 10th, aren't they, at the moment? Or they're 9th. Like, they're 9th. You know, it's just like... But they're far, far away. They're from not making playoffs. playoffs. They're not making the playoffs. Um, for my mind, just to recap the trade, Detroit yeah. received Blake Griffin, Bryce Johnson, Willie Reed. Um, Bry- Bryce Johnson, that was a oh, oh, that big was, trade. That, that was the part of the trade that I thought they won. <laughs> um, that was a big get. Um, the Clippers received Tobias Harris, Avery Bradley, Boban, Marjanovic. And then the real winning is... 2018 first-round pick, oh, protected... Jesus. And 2019 second round pick, but protection a... was just top three, so nothing really. Yeah. Um, but still, it's like, there is no way the LA Clippers didn't win this trade. No. Literally all Detroit got was Blake Griffin, who gets injured a lot, fights with his teammates, and... Fights with the equipment manager. Everyone. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. I just don't see how this is positive for their team. <laughs> and you also have his bloody contract. Yeah, contract. His awesome. contract's huge, huge. And it's got four more years. And it's back-ended. 
So when he's 33, he'll be earning $37 million. You're basically locked into a team that is Blake and Drummond, and you hope that works. The problem is Blake is not a modern four. He doesn't stretch the floor that well. He's a below-average three-point shooter. He's great, but pair him with Andre Drummond, who you really need to space the floor with. The weird thing is, Stan Van Gundy's a four-and-one guy which means you put the one, which is your centre, who just gets all the rebounds, and you put four shooters around him. Yeah. Blake Griffin is not a shooter. No, not at all. He doesn't fit his system, which is why this trade doesn't make sense. I'm sure, I'm sure that Sam Van Gundy was unhappy with the trade. Well, he's the one who did it. That doesn't make any sense. He's the team president. That's why it doesn't make this sense This is to why me. coaches should not be presidents. I agree. It doesn't work. Doc Rivers as well is a perfect doesn't, example. It doesn't work. He gets out of office, oh, suddenly they do this amazing trade. Look, for me, the two reasons the Clippers won is... Well, A, obviously we talked about the Blake Griffin trade, yeah. but I think really what they want... Every Bradley, he's been injured, he's had a terrible year. He's yeah. left the Celtics, and as most people who leave the Celtics, they you get leave, worse. You leave Brad Stevens, you're going to get worse. You get worse. That's, the, that's the way it works. But really, for me, the reason they won... Tobias Harris has been balling out as well. Oh, he's been, he's playing, been so well. playing well. His percentage is insane. He's shooting 41% from three, uh, 20 points per game, and he's under contract for 16 mil, reasonable for next year. And that's worth it. Um, that's a good player, which worth is it. A good player. And they're in the playoffs. And they're in the playoffs. Right? If they make past the first round, I'm going to laugh quite hard though, in fairness. <laughs> then they really won the trade. Yeah, then they really won. Um, and they've got the picks. That first mm. round pick, I mean, LA is, you, I'm, I'm used to the Clippers throwing away these first round picks, but they've actually got one. Yeah, they suddenly got their head on straight. And it'll be in the lottery, because yeah. Detroit aren't making the playoffs. No. So you've got a top 14 pick, and you've got Tobias Harris. Every Bradley's It's gone. a great deal. It's a good deal for them. And you've got rid of Blake's contract. That's true. What did Detroit get out of this? You're hoping Blake and Drummond work. And on the evidence of the first month... It's a no from me. <laughs> Pre-All-Star break, they were 28 and 29. They're plus-minus at minus 0.1. So basically... Yeah, it's not bad. Average team. Post-All-Star break, they're 2 and 9, and they're a minus 5.2. Yeah, gross. So they're a bottom 5 team. And that's with Blake and with Drummond healthy. Yeah, you bring Reggie Jackson, they'll probably improve by a little bit, but... You're a below average no. time. And you've got that for the next four years. People at Detroit, I feel really sorry for you. You also live in Detroit, so, you know. It gets better there for you that. There you go. It gets um, for that. Now, before we finish, we've got a segment that we want to do every week. And it's, it's LeBron James goes to where? where? So each week we're going to pick a team and say, why is LeBron James going to go there or why mm-hmm. is he not? Because, of course, this is the question of the season. LeBron James is probably going to opt out of his contract. It's a, it's a player option at the end of the year. Yep. He's going to be a free agent. He doesn't want to stay in Cleveland. Let's be honest. Let's, let's, maybe. Who maybe. Knows? Who knows? But let's say he doesn't. This week is none other than uh, one of the tankiest teams in the world. A oh, bit here we go. PU, if you will. Here we go. Uh, the Phoenix Suns. Ah, we're starting from the bottom. We're starting from the bottom. Now we're here. Now... Phoenix Suns, who do they have in their team? They've got Devin Booker. Ooh. He's going to be an all-star one day. He probably will. He is a he phenomenal shooter. Don't know about his defense, but his shooting is phenomenal. He's young as well. Um, Alfred Payton, <laughs> not an all-star. I love, I love how that's second. That's when you know you're tanking. <laughs> uh, Tyson Chandler. TJ Warren's not bad. Um, Josh Jackson. That was a good pick. Uh, Marcus Chris. They've got a decent team. Um, this is their issue. They have $23.3 million in cap space in the offseason. Who are they wasting this Who money are they on? spending Who are they money, on? money on? The only people they're losing in the offseason are Alfred Payton. If they decide not to resign. If they decide not to resign. And Alex Len. Everyone else is on contract. How? What is this team? <laughs> your, your lineup, If even if you do get LeBron, and yeah. this is the stankiest lineup I've ever go. heard, Here it's Devin Booker. Let's say they re-sign Alfred Payton. 
Tyson Chandler, LeBron James, or maybe, you know, put in TJ Warren and forget about... Josh Jackson. Uh, Josh, uh, forget about uh, Alpha Payton and, and keep in Josh Jackson. That's yeah. just starting lineup. There is no situation in my mind where LeBron goes <laughs> to the Suns. It's not even on his periphery radar. Surely there's some positive going to Phoenix. Uh, it's quite nice there, I oh, guess. Good. Devin Book is a future All Star. Uh, Tyson Chandler, see, like he's won a championship, so he's a nice guy. I he's heard. a nice guy. Uh, yeah. TJ Warren's playing quite well. Yeah. Uh, Alfred Payton has a nice hairdo. Uh, he does. Look. No one's going to go, what are they, 19 and 40-something? Like 1950, yeah. Yeah, no one's going to go to the Suns. No. No Max player is going to be like, yeah, you know what? For $23 million, heck yeah, <laughs> I'm going to sign with the Suns. Yeah, I agree. Their, their bench is nowhere. Yeah. They're starting line up. So I think it's our verdict for this week. LeBron James will not be going to the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> I agree with that. Um, I agree with that completely. That's the end of our first episode. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks, we'll be back guys. here in two weeks. Yep. Two with weeks another time. spanking episode. And you'll find out where maybe LeBron James will go to. And maybe we'll even have a name. Maybe. That's <laughs> not, to, not to be confirmed <laughs> oh, yet. Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah. Let's not speak too soon. No, definitely yeah. not. Thanks, guys.